Hello, everybody. Welcome to our NBA playoff edition of Small Ball Market, everybody's favorite podcast dedicated to news and discussion surrounding the small market teams of the NBA. My name is Zach Reglin, and joining me as they always do are Wyatt Reglin and Cody Cook. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Excited for some playoff basketball. Yeah. Have a Wyatt. The Blazers, for once in my life, watching the Blazers, I don't want to die. Hey man, I we're all kind of in that point right now. I don't have an ulcer. I, I actually I still have an ulcer after the game earlier, but uh, there was a lot of a uh, great playoff action. Russell going Westbrook, on I, Russell Westbrook can't say he's been tearing that ass up to Dame anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was a ton of playoff action going on this whole weekend, the first weekend of the NBA playoffs. So I just thought we would lead right in, but uh, and talk about the. Blazers first because I mean we usually do Blazer Corner later in the podcast but we're all pretty still pretty hyped hours later about how the Blazers did today so yeah uh Blazers for some context uh the Blazers just won their first playoff game in uh three years uh we've been swept the last two seasons Ugh. in the first round of the playoffs and everyone knows in pretty embarrassing fashion to New Orleans last year as the three seed with New Orleans as the six seed. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to get you guys thoughts on the first Blazers playoff win in a few West years. Westbrook ain't Drew Holiday. <laughs> Fair <on>. enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Drew Holiday was the one who pretty much shut Dame out last year. And Dame kind of, uh, he kind of put some of that uh, he chokes in the playoff narrative to rest a little bit today. I thought he had a pretty solid game. He shot uh, – he scored 30, yeah, which was a game high. And uh, he shot uh, – Some pretty good see. bombs. He Yeah, he shot – He began, everyone knew that it was pretty – that things were going to be different this time just on the first shot attempt at the game when he pulled up from about 30 feet at the Moda Center logo. Hey, man, and, it wasn't, yeah, the Moda Center logo. It wasn't like yeah. the, But he's hit it from, he's hit it from the Blazers logo before, so. Well, I mean, it used to be bigger. The logo on the Blazers court used to be bigger. You know, it's just all the more challenging for him. Yeah, just as easy of a shot, actually. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he had a really hot first quarter, and so did CJ. And, uh... CJ kind of was a little more consistent throughout some of the like when Dame like Dame went through a dry spell during the third quarter where he wasn't really scoring much at all. Yeah, and well, he CJ didn't kind of that many what? shots. It's not even no, that he, he wasn't did. scoring; it's just that he wasn't shooting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I remember we were watching the game together, and we pointed that out about like at like the four minute mark of the third quarter. We were just like, "Has Dame even taken a shot yet?" And we realized that he hadn't, and. But he ended up taking over when he kind of when he needed to, and overall, yeah, it was it was just a really fun game earlier. PG's faking his injury. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not okay. PG isn't faking his injury. I think he people are paying too much attention to it. Why is it that last year Dame was nursing an ankle injury, but that wasn't being able to be used as an excuse? Well, it's like, I, honestly, I think of it kind of conditionally, like uh, similarly to when Curry was hurt in the Curry was hurt uh, in 2016. You know, remember when he had that huge game against Portland when he was like the I'm here, I'm back moment. And then when the when 
the Cavs beat the Warriors in the finals, all you had were Warriors fans saying, well, Steph was hurt. He wasn't healthy. <laughs> Everybody's got to have an excuse, man. Our yeah, excuse our, is that Nurk has snapped s- his leg in half. Yeah, yeah, our second best player isn't even playing for us right now. That's a bold take right there in its own. Just Yeah, just saying the second best player. Well, you could argue that Nurk was our second best player this season. This season, for sure. DJ had yeah. more points a game. Nurk was more valuable to the team than CJ. Yeah. Uh, transitioning back to the Paul George thing, though, I kind of wanted to put, uh, throw some by guys. It was kind of weird that with him being hurt and them saying him being a game time decision and how he wasn't at 100%, he played the most minutes. 42 of any really? minutes. He played 42. It was bad coaching decision. If his, hmm. sh- if he, if his shoulder is hurt, why is he shooting 15 threes a game? Yeah, he took 15 threes today and 24 shots total. That's only going to hurt it worse. Like, what are you doing? If you're Billy Donovan, what are you doing? Yeah, it was really odd because he played the most out of any player on any team. Not a, a No Blazer played more than him. And it was by a, by a long shot on the Thunder, too. Steven Adams played the second, or Westbrook played 37. And Westbrook actually played good. No, Westbrook had a good game. Like, he... Like he he could have shot a lot. I thought that the Blazers, especially in the third shot quarter. shot like 50%. Yeah. I thought, I thought during the third quarter that Portland uh, kind of started letting him do a little too much. Like they were uh, like, he was getting to the basket super easily. And that yeah, was, for sure. that was, and that's I would like the rather one thing. Have Westbrook beat us and Paul George beat us. Honestly, Paul George has scared me so much this year. Like he's so like he's been so damn good this whole year. He's... Let's see how he feels Tuesday. Like that probably hurt his shoulder more tonight. So, well, yeah, and the the players voted him third in MVP voting, and I think that's probably what he's going to finish at in general too. <laughs> I and think one hundred percent deserves it. I was listening yeah. to Bill Simmons podcast, and he put Lillard at fourth. I think Lillard's top five in MVP voting this year. Yeah, for sure, man. Just I mean, like we're third year. in the West. Yeah, it was, and we just had a good late season push. But, but here's the thing: I want to say we also have to take into consideration that sure, Paul George's shoulders hurt, but isn't CJ coming back from a really serious knee injury? Also, yeah, exactly. CJ played what the second to last game, and that was it. He I don't think. A- well, I mean, he's coming back from the injury, but I don't think it was. I wouldn't label it as a serious knee injury. I mean, it sidelined him for like three weeks. Yeah, but it didn't have, I mean, the experts when he initially, when it, the popliteal muscle was typically like a one to two week injury. So I think they were just erring on the cautious side of things, which, yeah, is, which is fine, but I don't think it's as, as serious. I don't think it needed to be a three week injury. I'll put it this way. If it was, if he had gotten hurt a week till the playoffs, I think he could have rested for that week, gotten healthy, and played in the playoffs. Yeah, probably. I remember that it was such a weird injury. I remember when I was researching after, they said that they originally said they didn't say at first that it was going to be a week long injury. They said he would be reevaluated in a week. But uh, and then when I was researching the injury after it, it was like it could take anywhere from like a week to like a month. It was, it's like a super rare injury that just like that takes us that takes a very varying amount of time to heal right still talking about injuries like with paul george and stuff like his shoulder's been hurt for a while like yeah 
like, why didn't they, like, they're paying for it now, but, like, when he got hurt, if he's really, if he is as hurt as they say he is, like, where he's getting fluid taken out of his arm and stuff, and all Before that, every game. For, before every single game, and, like, four days ago, he could barely lift up his arm, so that's what I'm supposedly hearing, then why didn't you rest him in the regular season for a longer time? Why didn't you sideline him for a few weeks? Now you're paying for it in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't really get all this decision-making by OKC either. We sidelined CJ for a few weeks. We didn't rush him back, and now CJ's healthy for the playoffs, and now you're getting an unhealthy Paul George playing for you. Yeah, and while CJ had his uh, moments, you know, we all get frustrated sometimes at, like, CJ's shot selection and stuff like that, but I thought overall he played... I thought overall he played really well today. Yeah, I think so. I don't, uh, you know, there was only a couple, one or two times where I thought he took a bad shot, and even then, I think, I think they both went in. Um, Finish this rim a few more times, you know. Yeah, maybe it's because of the playoffs. Maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it's just because Stotts has been talking to him. But I feel like his shot selection as of late in the games coming back from injury have definitely been better. Yeah. And I don't know, this team just seems so much more motivated than they have the last two seasons of the playoffs. Like everyone knew when we in 2017, when they lost to Golden State, it was like, okay, Portland's the eight seed. They're going to lose to Golden State. They're going to even lose in the gentleman sweep or the sweep. Like, yeah, it was just one of those things. It was just like, we like we know what's going to we know the deal here. We know (laughs) we know what goes on. But uh but the Pelican series, it was like Portland had a chance to win game one and they kind of blew it in the final quarter. Right. And then after that, they just seemed so out of it the rest of the series. And game one of the Pelican series was a really ugly series, was a really ugly game too. Portland at least looked like they played pretty well today. We didn't mm-hmm. shoot that good. Yeah, we, we didn't shoot that good. No, I know we didn't shoot that good, but neither did Thunder either. And or, Portland started off Portland started off so hot too that it really gave them a cushion towards the end of the game. Right. And I think what well, I think a positive to take away from this as well is that we were kind of reckless with the ball. We had we had more turnovers this game than we uh averaged during the regular season. So um the the uh the Thunder beat us in points off turnovers. So I think hopefully if Aside from Paul George's, you know, three, he's averaging like a ridiculous number of steals per game. Aside from those, if we can t- keep the turnovers down and limit points in transition, I think we'll be in a better position in throughout the rest of the series because OKC is definitely a team that likes to play the transition a lot. So I think we just got to do a better job of holding on to the ball. Yeah. Speaking of defense, um, I wanted to, I don't feel like we can, uh, talk about this game without bringing up our boy Inez Cantor. Ooh. Because he came out today and he had 20 points, what is it, 20 points and 18 rebounds is what yeah. he finished with. Yeah. What a ball. MVP of game one. Yeah, Dame said it himself, MVP of game one, including, uh, yeah, seven offensive rebounds as well. And everyone gives Cantor flack for being like one of the worst center like defending centers in the nba which is kind of why he's such a good like backup center he was not bad today but he had some really great defensive possessions he's had a lot of defensive lapses though too but like maybe it's just because he knows okc but i think you know he 
it, his defense was not, you know, it's not what Nurk would be providing, but it's also not abysmal like we've seen it be before. I thought it was, it was average defense, which is more than you, you know, it's more than you think you're going to get with Cantor. So that's a, that's a plus. Steven Adams scored like 11 in the first quarter, didn't he? Yeah, he only yeah. Finished yeah. 17. 17. You know, I, that's, you know, that's credit to Terry Stotts there. He's, you know, helping, helping weak side off Steven Adams on, uh, on Paul George or Westbrook, you know, is going to leave Steven Adams open a lot. So if, if Steven Adams is going to be the guy that has to beat us opposed to Paul George or um, Russell Westbrook, then I'm okay with that. He also yeah, had only nine absolutely. rebounds. Westbrook had 10 because he's a stat patter, but that's besides the point. There was one that Westbrook came in and yanked it from Steven Adams. So we'll just say that it's the other way around. Westbrook got that yeah. tripped up. That's all that matters to him. Uh, okay. Did you guys see his comments on Inez Cantor? No, what'd he say? Uh, he basically was like, the reporter asked him, and to sum it up, he was like, do you think Inez Cantor playing, like, playing with you in the past, like, came out and, like, because he knew you guys well, like, that's why he had such a big game, pretty much? Mm -hmm. And Westbrook's just like, next question. Damn, he, dude, does that a lot. he does that a yeah, lot. He did that for like every question today. No. Yeah. If you ask me, that's just him being a prick. Yeah. He's got to be one of the worst hangs when it comes to post game interviews. Like, I feel like if you're the reporter who's like, got to get quotes from Westbrook after a loss, you're, you're just like, fuck. fuck. Yeah. Westbrook's a I mean, tough guy. Yeah. Dude, uh, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I could see it being one thing like. He said he fucked that guy's wife's ass. Like, he, like, fucked that, like, his wife, like, that guy with his wife and stuff. And it's like, dude, that dude ain't gonna do shit. Uh, what? <laughs> no, what, what, the, when he was yelling Utah at the fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'll, no, but. I'll kick your wife, your ass and your wife's ass. Yeah, I understand Westbrook, like. Let's say like the whole J.R. Smith thing with LeBron, where if LeBron would be like, next question, I don't want to talk about that, then that's one thing. But like, he does it to every question, dude. Westbrook is just a dick. Yeah. which Just I mean, a straight up dick. Yeah. Which apparently like outside of like the NBA stuff, he's like apparently like the nicest guy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, um... Overall, guys, what do you like? Obviously, don't want to make any super bold predictions about the Blazers, but what do you guys think the rest of the series turns out? Do you think that if Portland wins the next game, it'll start like you'll start feeling pretty confident about things? Uh, if we win the next game, I'll feel pretty confident. As of right now, um, with how Paul George is looking in his whole shoulder thing, I'm going to say Blazers steal one in OKC and they take it in five. You think Blazers win in five? Wow, that's bold. Bold uh, takes, man. Yeah, why? What, what I'm do you here think? for? I have to see us win the next game. All we need to do is take. We need to win the next game. We need to hold home court. And I think if, if we, we take, st- yeah. if we steal one game at OKC, the series is over. I that's all. So that's all we yeah. need. If we can hold home court and take one of the games in OKC, series is over in five or six. It's over. Obviously. You know, because we play the winner of uh, Nugget Spurs, right? Yeah. So, you know, with Spurs stealing game one, hopefully that's a sign that this is going to be a long series. I would like us to handle business, win in, you know, five games. For, I mean, four in a perfect world, right? But five games are... I don't think we win in four. <laughs> and, oh, me neither. No, I, I, don't, I don't think so either, but... Um, 
you know, the more rest we have and the less rest that uh, the Spurs or Denver has, you know, that's obviously favorable for us. So the Spurs need yeah. to rest too. They're a veteran team. Like Aldridge needs to rest. Like if they can get it. Um, yeah, he's an old man. I mean, uh, well, I mean, we're pretty much done with the Blazers. Why don't we just move on to that game, honestly? Yeah, honestly, yeah. The Spurs was honestly, the Spurs-Denver game, I thought was honestly the most interesting of the major. We'll we'll talk Mm -hmm. about some of the other upsets that occurred, but I think that that was the most interesting of the upsets yesterday because uh, I think that San Antonio is like the only one of those teams who I think has a legitimate chance to win the series that they're in. They look so good. <laughs> they looked really they looked good sharp. yesterday. Derek White looked yeah. amazing. Yeah. And it de- partially we could think like maybe it's Denver's lack of playoff experience. Uh, maybe it's uh, – yeah, may- maybe it's the – San Antonio being San Antonio, just Popovich being the goat, and uh, <laughs> I miss Monty. I mean, seriously though, he could take he could literally take a team of he could take our rec league basketball team to fifty wins, but <laughs> straight up, dude, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and pr- at least a playoff victory or two, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I yeah, I want to get you guys thoughts on San Antonio. There's just like they were, they were pretty lights out yesterday you know san antonio and denver is really interesting because obviously denver has one of the best benches in the league aside from you know uh the clippers or maybe even the blazers um and then you have san antonio who's just gonna run it you know most teams in the playoffs they cut down to a you know seven eight eight man lineup you're getting really deep but pop seems to run you know an eight or nine man lineup in the playoffs even so it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting series, especially because those two teams are able to go back and forth. They're both with just deep. with the benches. Yeah, depth depth is far less important in the playoffs as it is in the regular season, which could be interesting. Like as long as you have like a good one and two lineup, you're fine. But it's like you think about Denver; it's like they have Isaiah Thomas on their team, and he's not even needed. Like they don't right. even use him, and. I mean, Isaiah's still hurt, I think, a little bit, too. I think he's still well, kind yeah. of coming back. But, like, well, he was hurt for so long, he's got to get his mojo back. But Yeah, but um, but overall, like, Jokic only had 10 points yesterday, and he only took nine, nine shots. Like that's Oh, you love to see that. Honestly, like, that's – he's so baffling to me. Like, I know how well he affects the game in other ways. Wait, he only he took, took nine 14... shots? Yeah, he had only ten points, and he but he had fourteen rebounds and fourteen assists, which right. I understand. Like he he affects the game in other ways, but I feel like your star player should be taking more shots than Paul Millsap. He should be taking more field goal attempts than Will Barton. I like I love Will Barton, but he should be taking more than he should be taking more than him. But definitely, it's just. Nine it's, shots it's kind of frustrating to watch. Is not them. enough yeah. for your star player. That's pretty much plain and simple. And well, San Antonio, on the other hand, they well they had uh, some role players doing their thing. Like we talked about, Derek White already. Portal. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. Honestly, Portal didn't play too bad either. He had six and six, and he was doing his job, man. Dude, yeah, he was one. Of, he's one of those guys that doesn't really show up, like on the statute what he does he's like a zach collins like he just plays really good defense 
Yeah, he's good though. I do. I, I like him. Uh, that dunk, Derek White had yesterday. Ooh, that was nice. <laughs> I just that have to sick. say, I mean, I'm, I like the Spurs, but I don't watch every single Spurs game. I don't watch any. I had no idea Derek White could jump like that. I watched him some in college and even some of the Spurs last year, and I hardly knew he could jump like that. It was, I don't think he knew he could jump like that. Yeah, that was – it was nice. He – um, but, yeah, he was good. We had Bryn Forbes dropping 15. Mm. Like, Rudy Gay had 14 off the bench, who I always forget is on the Spurs, too. Rudy was, was solid in that matchup. I mean, he's kind yeah. of – just become like a, a spot up shooter for them, but yeah, he's just become a sixth, like a sixth man with for the Spurs, which is solid. He really, he really fills the role. How long yeah. is his career? Because he he wasn't having a good career after his time in Toronto. He didn't shoot very well, and like he just had injury after injury. So it's nice. He's to, just one of those. Sorry, go ahead. It's nice to see him finally be able to be in a like the right spot, kind of. Yeah, I was just going to say he's kind of one of those players that's stuck in between eras that he's, you know, he's he's he was in the era that was less three-point oriented and now that it's transitioned into a predominantly three-pointed oriented game nowadays, he's he's kind of in that mix of people that can't shoot extremely well, but they're decent shooters and they're good enough at other stuff to make roll, but they're not good enough at one thing to put them over the top. He's just, he's in a weird spot. Spurs are so weird because they're not a team who takes threes, uh, no. two takes threes nearly as much. But they only shot 15, but they hit, they hit 46. They are the number yesterday. one shooting team though, from three in the league. Percentage wise, percentage wise, I think. Yes. I believe that. I, think, yeah, I, believe that. I think they're actually the number one, or is it like, I can't remember quite the stat. They might be the number one defensive team from the perimeter too, or they're the ones that allow the most. I can't remember. (laughs) It's one or the other. but (laughs) Very far end. The one's good, one's bad. Take it as you will. (laughs) I would guess pretty good. I would guess pretty good if you took the last game into account because Denver only shot 21% from three. Um, But... Honestly, I was really impressed with the rest of the Spurs supporting cast because Aldridge and Demar did not have good games. Like no, they, they both, they both, neither one of them scored twenty. Uh, both of them shot in the thirties from the field, and yeah. uh, and neither one, like they, not neither one of them hit a three. In Which fact, sucks? actually, I'm looking at it now. I, we were just talking about how the Spurs don't really shoot threes. The only starter who even hit a three for the Spurs was Forbes. Damn. And he hit three of them. Derek yeah. White and DeRozan didn't even attempt one, and Aldridge and Portal only attempted one of Well, piece. DeRozan Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was I was just going to say it was so weird how, how DeRozan and Aldridge have a low field goal percentage because characteristically, those guys usually have pretty high percentages just I because mean, they don't shoot that many threes. I mean, DeMar is, uh, has a reputation for the playoffs of not shooting as well. No, but man, that's like Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Lowry. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. De- DeMar uh, has never been a three-point shooter, though. Last year, no, he, never. Last year he started taking a lot of them, and then this year mm-hmm. he just, like, backtracked that. Stop. It was like, I'm not well, going to do Well, Spurs are such a different 
Spurs are so different that they just they just play different than the rest of the league. They right. they have not shifted to the three pointer the way that the rest of the league has. Pop was pretty much Which, like play how you're comfortable. Like, yeah, it's working um, for him. Yeah, oh, we brought up just uh, Kyle Lowry's shooting from the field. Do you guys want to talk about uh, the Orlando upset? We'll talk about that Raptors? in a second. I want to talk about uh, what you guys think the rest of the outlook of the series will be first. Oh yeah, that's yeah yeah. Um, it, I, do you want to say Spurs and six, dude? It's I, have I don't think pick. this. I think Denver. Denver takes two and five. I think they win the next game, and I think they take five. But I mean, I think I think so too. I think Spurs hold yeah. on the home court, and they're gonna. I think Denver wins the rest at home too, but I don't think they have enough left. I don't think they're experienced enough. That's a hell of an upset. Like the Denver's been so good all season, but I just think that they're the lack of playoff experience. I just want. Yeah. I want. We need everybody to know we picked this upset before the first game happened. <laughs> Like yeah, we, all we all thought did. the Spurs were gonna win. Yeah, it just it's it's been a popular upset pick. Actually, just the two most popular upset picks have been and the Jazz. Actually, no, it was a uh, OKC over Portland. Oh, is the other not nah, fuck popular. that one. That was not popular. Fuck that. How many games do you have, Cody? <laughs> do you have it going six or seven? Not seven for me, but I yeah. I could see six or seven realistically. Yeah. I don't think Yeah, I just think the five. Spurs take care of it at home. I think the Spurs take care of it at home in six. They have just yeah. such a good the Spurs are weird because they're such a good home team, but they haven't been that good of a road team this season. Right. But they've been like the ridiculous. Yeah, but they've been so good at home. They have one of the best home records in the league. But uh but their road record's like the worst. I think it's the worst home road record out of any playoff team. But they got a road <laughs> win last night. But also here's the thing. Denver has one of the best home records in the NBA too. Like they were, they're one, they're yeah, in the top three, I think. Yeah, I think uh, they they've done pretty well at home. Pretty often, Denver's like that just because of the altitude. They yeah, and they just have a really good home crowd too. But it's it's yeah, it was impressive to see San Antonio get a win there because you could have made the argument that just like their lack of road of like doing well on the road would keep them from being able to really challenge this series but they've done really well there they are yeah all right um we got a couple more games that we really want to talk about most of the games most of the games went pretty chalk but uh the teams that we would expect to win i have uh, i have one thing to say about orlando and toronto all right orlando has michael carter williams on the team Toronto in six. <laughs> I mean, I They're think Toronto's going to recover back. and win. Yeah, Toronto's going to come back and win too, but it was really, really cool to see a Magic team who haven't won a playoff game since Dwight Howard was there. I would, to see I would find it. them get a playoff win. I would love to be wrong. Don't get me wrong. I would love to be wrong. I embrace, chaos. Yeah. embrace chaos. Embrace chaos. I want to see Kawhi go leave to go play with like fucking Brooklyn or something. Like, <laughs> if he's going somewhere, he's going to the Clippers. But that's that's a conversation for a different time. But, why why um, do we know for sure he's going to the Clippers? I'm 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 just gonna do. I'm just gonna say it. Magic in seven. Whoa. Okay. Okay. S- straight. Up, I don't think Ooh. Kawhi wants to win 
I do know, not think Kawhi wants to win a series. You know, is because if he gets, if I mean, obviously this is just first round, so there's other implications and stuff like that. But if he makes it out of the first round and goes even to the Eastern Conference Finals, or or God forbid the finals, he's not. He's kind of obligated to stay in Toronto at that point. He would get a lot of flack if he left. Oh, it would be if you, Mr. Hot you lose in the first if you lose in the first round, I mean, you know, I'm not, obviously nobody wants to lose on purpose. Do I think he's trying as hard as he could be? No. Yeah, he oh. would get he would get a lot of flack similar to uh similar to the Kevin Durant thing to where it's like, "Hey, you had a contender, why would you leave?" But, I love this hot take. This is a good hot take. That's kind of like that's. I mean, it kind of fits in with Kevin Durant too. Like, I'm not, obviously they're a super team and they're heavy, heavy, heavy favorites to win the championship. But like, if Kevin Durant goes to the finals again, and you know, I don't know. It's weird. It's it's yeah. the, it's the whole dynamic with te- like a guy having one foot out the door with their team is it just throws a whole wrench into the into the team you know i'd be more inclined to picking the raptors out in the second round but that's just that yeah. i just don't think this orlando team is talented enough to beat the raptors well like, if, if Kyle lowry keeps playing like this i mean for well, yeah. fleet's not going to be able to put the team on his back yeah <laughs> no i couldn't i couldn't believe how bad lowry was i'm just saying like history repeats itself man vince carter quit on the raptors when he played there i guess Kawhi just feels like he should do the same thing oh god damn <laughs> Damn. Dude, I mean, I, I love that hot take. It makes sense. Like, if he gets bumped in the first round, nobody's going to say, oh, it, he should stay with Toronto, and nobody's going to blame him if he goes somewhere else. Like, that makes sense. Just that of... just makes total sense. The Brooklyn-Orlando second-round series going to be lit. <laughs> Dude, fuck yeah. Here's the, I'm here here's for the thing, it. too, you got to think about. Like, now, that, now I'm really on this. If they make the finals and stuff, like, <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking to Orlando no, 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 for a second. No, 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 no. Why the fuck you laughing, Zach? If fuck, if Brooklyn and um, if Brooklyn and Orlando both make the second round, that just paved the way for the Bucks to make the finals. They're gonna just fly. Oh gonna yeah, without their a way doubt. To the finals, like that's fucking crazy. But <laughs> because sweep their way to the finals. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Uh, would you doubt that, dude? This no. Bucks team is so good. No. <laughs> Dude, what if Pat Connaughton gets a ring before any of the Blazers? <laughs> oh, dude, don't talk like this. <laughs> dude. Uh, what if the fucking Brooklyn oh, that would Nets be amazing make the second so round before the Blazers do? Uh, Man. Like, that Kawhi thing, it's just... I love that take. God damn it. That's so good. If he makes it but, to the finals, like, yeah, people would question him and say he's a dick. But, like, if he gets bumped in the first round, nobody's going to be like, oh, he should have stayed. Also, shout out to DJ Augustine. I fucking loved that shot yesterday. DJ's still in the league, Augustine. Just, yeah, we're just like, that, that he's one of those players you hear him that he's still in the league, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> he's still here? No one's like no one's talking about him in forever. People but also still here busting that ass. One more thing about Kawhi: <laughs> a lot of people seem to think he's already made up his mind. He's leaving. Like, like why at this point? Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Like, 
like why even I've heard that most a lot of people even think that even if they make the finals and lose, he's still gonna leave. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised there. It's just like it was just a forced trade to Toronto where I don't know. Yeah, you just don't know what's gonna happen. But if Kyle, if your teammate's Kyle Lowry and he continues being freaking ass in the playoffs, like why, why <laughs> stay with that? You, it's just you. I I do think Siakam's a stud though, and he showed out yesterday. Like he did pretty well. Well, but... it wasn't his fault they lost. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, Siakam's a stud, dude. He's so good. I just am, I'm here for all chaos. Get bumped in the first round. They're going to lose Kawhi. They're going to trade Kyle Lowry. They're going to let Gasol walk. They'll get rid of Serge Ibaka. Oh, man. And the thing is, with Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Fleet, they still might be a playoff team in the East. Yeah. Also, um, I hope uh, they have Chris Boucher on the roster now for the playoffs, the G League MVP. Maybe they'll give him some run in uh, game two. Hopefully. That would be interesting. Former duck getting out there. But <laughs> but uh we briefly mentioned the Brooklyn Nets before and Wyatt, we know they're uh Let me let me just say you're, you're, I need to, we, we need to do our predictions for that thing, I think, one more time. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sorry, also, I keep forgetting that. But also I wanna say a couple names on the Orlando Magic that got playing time yesterday, which shows why Toronto in six is probably the best prediction. Michael Carter Williams. Ken okay. That's all you Birch. need. <laughs> okay, he was the solid. Fuck is Ken <laughs> Birch. Okay, I saw I wasn't a hundred percent sure who he was either, and I remember texting you guys. I was like, who the hell is Ken Birch and why is he lighting up the Raptors right now? Ken Ken Birch sounds like a 40-year-old guy wearing short shorts asking you to 1v1 at the YMCA. <laughs> The but the Sixers have, um. Let's see. What oh, they have. what? A Wandu. I don't know if he played. You yesterday. mean the Magic? The Magic the have magic. a Wandu. Um. Wes Wandu. Um. Yeah. Where did Where did Birch go to college? Oh, he went to UNLV. Okay. Okay. And he was undrafted. I'm trying to look at minutes. Who got minutes Wandu? for him yesterday? And uh, Wes Awandu. Yeah, both these guys are both these guys are second year players who uh, Wes Wesley Awandu wasn't a uh, an undrafted guy. He was a second round pick in 2017. He was a uh, he was a former Kansas State player, and Kansas hmm. State had a, had a few solid teams those couple years. So he was on those teams. Wes Awandu played. Ken Burt played. Michael Carter Williams played. Who the fuck are those guys? I know Michael Carter Williams just because he's a bust, but um, <laughs> former Rookie of the Year bust. Also, uh, I want to bring up the. I was looking at the roster for the Magic, and I'm like, oh yeah, they have Markel Fultz. <laughs> oh yeah, congrats to Markel Fultz on getting a uh, w- uh, playoff win. Dude, the I think Markel did. Fultz is in the perfect situation oh, right yeah. now because everybody just forgot about him. Yeah, like seriously, like I completely forgot he existed. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Uh, I just realized I mean, that on the, ro- on the Raptors okay. roster, they have fucking Jody Meeks. Like I saw, I forgot they signed him, and I think that's the first minutes he's played since getting run out of Washington. Ever. 
They also didn't. Uh, they also didn't give Jeremy Lin any run yesterday, which he's been really bad since they signed oh, he's him. Been really bad. Yeah, maybe he was. But, uh, he was playing good for the Hawks, but maybe that's just because he played for the Hawks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Final predictions for the series go. Wyatt Raptors and six. Cody. Yeah, Raptors and six. I think they pull off four straight. <laughs> you pick five. I think they come. I think, wait, uh, Cody, didn't you just say Magic and Seven? <laughs> it depends. Okay. Cody, okay. after talking I mean, about it, Cody like changed your, his mind. That's your chaos timeline. Where <laughs> I'll stick with it, Magic and Seven. You'll stick with it, Magic and Seven? Okay. I'll stick with it. All right, all right. I got I got. Oh, Raptors yeah, because you five. said Kawhi isn't trying, so that's why you said Magic and Seven. Yeah, so I think Raptors blow him out by like 35 next game. <laughs> How many points does Kyle Lowry have? No. Two? Seven. Uh, seven. Seven points, <laughs> five, five boards, nine assists. Seems like a yeah, pretty solid fair. Kyle Lowry line. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to your uh, favorite team, Wyatt, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah! And they pulled off. They don't check <laughs> their cell phones on the sidelines. <laughs> Ooh. Honestly, gotta gotta get gotta get some Lake Laker hatred in here because it's small ball market. D'Lo got a playoff win before the Lakers. <laughs> Fuck the Lakers. Fuck them. But uh God, the the Nets looked really, really good yesterday. I was super impressed with like pretty much everything about what they did. I hell yeah. The one concern for me is that when Embiid is in there. Jared Allen is virtually unplayable. True. Yeah. He played nine minutes yesterday. Ooh, yeah. You just need they they don't really have a stretch big on the team, no, do they? No, they don't. And uh and it's just That's what he, you need. he's so skinny that that in Shaq's words, uh Jared Allen's barbecue chicken every single barbecue time. Barbecue chicken, dude. Anytime Embiid is on oh. him. Uh breaking news. Ed guys. Davis got run. Ed Davis got go. run. We we just make a deal with um, we make a deal with the Nets. We'll trade that at this we trade them just for the playoffs. Myers Leonard and Ed Davis, and they can use the stretch big against Embiid, and then we'll just take Ed, Ed Davis, and he can just pound down low. I wish we could do that. <laughs> That's perfect. It's a win win. Yeah. <laughs> Quick side note, guys. Uh, I just looked at something on Twitter. Apparently, Blake Griffin is probably going to miss the whole series against the Bucks. Well, they're going to lose. Oh, they're going to lose the matter. next three games. You mean? Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, I just felt. I just feel bad for Blake Griffin. I know. I, that guy gets hurt so much. But I mean, when he comes to the Blazers next year, it's going to be. Whatever. Dude, please stop! I don't want that. <laughs> is he? Is he a free no. agent after this year? No, dude, he's oh, still on a contract for three like more three years. more years, like locked in for like. They give him the max. Remember the remember the Clippers gave him the max and then traded him to Detroit. Oh yeah, Detroit made the dumbest fucking move. Like, god damn. At least uh, and the Clippers are just stashing everybody. Clippers basically just the- rebuilt in one year and still made the playoffs. Yeah, I mean they're gonna lose Golden State in four, but it's but. I like what they did. I like what the Clippers okay, have done. We don't need the t- Clips and okay, we'll, we'll stop now. We don't need to talk about the Clippers series. Clippers are getting swept. Bucks are sweeping the Pistons. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. Back to the Nets. All right, yeah, your team. But um, 
But yeah, I mentioned how good Ed Davis was yesterday. He had 12 and 16 on him. Fuck yeah. Five for seven shooting as well. Like that's and but Jared Allen was horrible. It's like you can't you can't play that guy Too against tiny. the Sixers. So I feel like Ed Davis is gonna get a lot of run this series. And they're gonna do a lot of uh they're gonna run a lot of small lineups, I think, to try and uh and that seems to be what they did yesterday. Yeah, if, I mean, you're not going to be able to go big with him, so you got to, you know, try and counter it with something else. Yeah, uh, and, Joel Embiid must have been trying to Google how to stop the Nets. <laughs> that must have been why he was on the team. Also, um, the curse of Ben Simmons in the playoffs continues. He only what happened? Oh, yeah. yeah, he only had nine points, seven rebounds, and three assists. Dude, get him and Kyle Lowry on a team Dude, together. There, honestly, there have been after the last two years, there have been some people who think that they're that Ben Simmons is not <clears throat> a playoff player. They got booed like, by their own fans yesterday. Well, that's Philly. They'll boo. They'll anybody. boo anybody. <laughs> and apparently, Ben Simmons kind of shot back at him yesterday. But I mean, uh-oh. uh oh. What did do? he say? Let me look. Right, well, Ben right. Simmons has um, no reason to talk. He had nine points. Fuck him. You talk a lot of shit for being ass. Oh, to quote him. <laughs> but almost their entire starting lineup was like Embiid and Butler were good in the starting lineup. But Tobias Harris only had four and he played 40 minutes. He Holy said, shit. if you're a Sixers fan and you're going to boo, stay on that side. Oh, <laughs> damn interesting i honestly their performance they kind of deserve some booze yesterday that was like you should not like i like this nets team but philly should not be struggling against them like they just shouldn't be they have four all-star level players on their team a solid bench and uh like, they're basically, like, I'm not saying the Nets have, like, a sh- crap roster outside of D'Angelo Russell, but D'Angelo Russell's their star, and they don't have anyone else who's, like, on his level in terms yeah, of Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah they check their phones. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he said that was a text from his daughter. That was oh, that not was a totally fucking text. Not a fucking text from his daughter. That, he was on some fucking app or something. Thing looks is, like Twitter to me, but Embiid's been kind of hurt, and he only played 24 minutes yesterday. But he still had 22, 15, and five blocks. He's just pretty good. He's I guess such a monster, dude. I feel like, damn, like if the rest of the Philly team could get it together, like they should be winning this so easily. But he probably, what was, do you guys he think? Was probably the, calling Sam Hinky. That's probably what he was doing. He misses the process because back when they were losing, he had no pressure on him. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys? Do, you guys? You guys don't think Brooklyn really has a chance in this series, Brooklyn do you? Seven. They have more of a chance than the Magic, but you know what? I'll take Brooklyn in seven. I need to see. I need Wyatt. to see what happens tomorrow. Actually, I think. You know, yeah, no, no, no. If, if, okay, if Brooklyn wins tomorrow, Brooklyn in seven. If uh, Philly wins tomorrow, Philly in five. 
what was that weird series a couple years what was that weird series a couple years ago was it chicago boston yeah it was the one where they the all won the road games yeah what if this is like that <laughs> that would be weird that would that would be very interesting tomorrow's tomorrow's games are like if brooklyn doesn't win tomorrow uh, that'll be that'll suck because the rest of the games tomorrow are kind of boring. The uh, there's only one other game tomorrow. It's uh Clippers Golden State, and that's boring. <laughs> what time is that game on at? <laughs> Which Brooklyn one? The game. Brooklyn Philly. Uh, five Slick. Pacific time. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I kind of agree with Cody. If it's like, if Brooklyn wins tomorrow, we got ourselves a series. Like, it's gonna go to six or seven. But yeah, if Brooklyn wins tomorrow, Philly should start panicking. But, like their fans should be like panicked but right if now. Philly, but, if Philly yeah. wins tomorrow, they could pop off five straight, four straight. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. It's kind of similarly to similar to Toronto, to where I I like I thought I think Toronto's gonna pull off four straight, but I'm not so sure about Philly. I think they win tomorrow. I think they I think they win pretty handily tomorrow. But I think that Brooklyn could pull off one more. I, I'll take Philly in six. You know, they could be all on Twitter, though, checking their phones. Who knows? They might not show up. Yeah. Philly in six is a good realistic take, but boring. Yeah, true. <laughs> Brooklyn in four. Nets in seven. Yeah, Brooklyn in four, baby. I love D'Lo so much. Straight up. Uh, I'd go to war for that, man. Ed Davis <laughs> is a beast. Also, yeah, mm. I just like yeah, I love I love this Brooklyn team. They're so much fun to watch. <laughs> I get what you I get what you've been saying. Why is them as like your second favorite team to watch this season? They're, They're so, so much fun. So fun. It was it was it was cool to put that team as the for as like the opener for the playoffs. It was inter- it was interesting to see all like it felt like all the upsets that we got aside like the like we got two big upsets that like no one thought was even going to like come remotely close to happening which was cool what are that was, what are the other series we have to talk about Utah, uh well Houston. we had the indiana yeah we had the indiana boston series uh today which i mean yeah indiana a, went 9 straight minutes about a field goal this series is over do, do you guys do you guys want to give like quick uh do you guys just want to give quick uh, fu- uh, series predictions for the rest of them? Yeah. After game one, sure, man. Like, so which ones are all right? Uh, there's Golden State uh, Clippers. Uh, Golden State Clippers. Let's just do that one. Real Golden quick. State and four. Golden sweep. Yeah, easy. Um, Indiana Boston. Boston and six. Boston and five. I think. Yeah, I was gonna say Boston in five. I think Indy. I think today w- was Indiana's chance to steal one, pull off the because Celtics were not that good today, and they still lost by ten and only sc- and Indiana still s- lost by they ten. Put and still up only, only scored seventy four points. points. What are you gonna do? You can't do that in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I think today was their chance to steal one in Boston, and I think they just get one in Indiana, and Boston wins it pretty easily in five. But uh, and then after that, Detroit, Milwaukee, sweep, sweep, Detroit in nine. Yeah, sweep. Went yeah, up sweep. by forty three at one point today. 
we talking about playoff playoffs in the Eastern Conference? Folks? Giannis yeah, just exactly. basically what? just flexed on them. That was basically all he did. He played twenty three minutes and had twenty four points and seventeen rebounds, and dunked from almost the free throw line. Don Giannis is the MVP. Bucks and three. Yeah, yeah. The Bucks and one. This series is over, but it's, I don't even need to play yeah. the series. And then Jazz, Utah, uh, Jazz Rockets. Uh, Give me Jazz and seven. Really? Damn! I yeah. thought with how I thought with how Houston blew him out today, I think that was pretty indicative of how this Rockets series is going to turn out. I think I think possibly six. But I think Houston's been really hot, and I think Harden is. I think Har- I think they really want to play Golden State in the second round, which is going to be and fun. To after see. losing them in the, after going to seven games in the conference finals this year, and I think they just want to get all their distractions out of the way, and I think they're just going to knock Utah out. They're just going to beat the crap out of Utah, and I think yeah, Houston in five. Uh, let me let me change it. Okay, let me change it. Let me change it. <laughs> Houston and six. All right, all right. <laughs> um, all right, boys. One more quick. Do you guys think we should? And Blazers and five. What Blazers and five? In the Blazers next five. round, who would the Bucks play? Uh, Bucks would be playing the winner of the Celtics Indiana series. Oh man, mm. that that's a good that's that'd be such a good second round Bucks series. Like bot versus Bucks, sweep them. Bucks Boston. Bucks sweep them. We'll, we'll we'll get we'll. We'll cross that bridge when we get Bucks there. Sweep them. <laughs> Bucks sweep in the finals. All right. They're going to beat the Warriors 4 <laughs> Dear God. Um, the man. All right, boys. Do you guys think it's time to wrap this one up? It's time. All righty. Uh, well, thank you for tuning in to uh, another uh, edition of Small Ball Market. We were on a bit of a hiatus for a while, for uh, quite a long one, actually. Well, you know, life happens. But, uh, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Be sure to follow our Twitter at smallballmarket. You feel free to email us at uh, smallballmarket at gmail.com. Slide into our DMs on Twitter too. Always open. Follow the Instagram. We we always post dope shit. We're good. We we have posted exactly zero dope shit on Instagram. All right, Instagram's not good. <laughs> You're for, right. Uh, for posts and stuff. Okay, don't follow our Instagram, but follow our Twitter. <laughs> I still have that Instagram, man. There we I go. Keep getting notific- notification from porn bots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> get out of my fucking DMs, cam girl. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Well, we'll we'll be keeping up. We'll be keeping track over the playoffs. So we will uh, talk to you guys next time. See you next time.